Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The volume. No! Oh my God! How could he do that? Are you on? Don't What? Charles Darwin. The nerves is where it's at. Welcome everybody back into Nerd Sesh. As always, I'm Carson Brevard. Alongside me is Logan Camden. And today, we are going to be doing a good old-fashioned trivia time episode. Just you and me, buddy, going head-to-head. I'm going to ask you 10 questions about NFL history. You're going to ask me 10 questions about NBA history. We're still going to keep to the general five-minute time limit so things don't run too long. But there's some flexibility there. Some hints will be offered when necessary. And that's it. Other than that, we're just balling out, having a good time. So, Logan, what's your first question for me, pal? All right, Brody. Very simple question here. We're going to do some draft trivia. Can you name the three youngest draft picks in NBA history? That's a good question. Andrew Bynum? is number one. He was drafted at 17 years and 249 days. Yeah. Oh, man. Nick Batum? Wow. When was Nick Batum drafted? Let's see. He was really young. Tony Parker, another Frenchman who was really young. But I think it's got to be more dudes straight out of high school. Al Harrington? I will tell you, that is the way to think about it. Al Harrington out of high school as well. I believe he was over 18. All of these guys, Carson, actually under 18 years old. They had not turned 18 the day they got drafted. Okay, so really exceptionally young. Well, let's think about the high school greats. It's not Kobe. It's not KG. Hmm? Is it Kobe? Hmm? Kobe Bean Bryant, 17 years, 312 days. Carson, he is the third youngest, so you're just missing number two. Wow. I wish it was Earl J.R. Smith, another high school <laughs> legend. But was this guy a good NBA player? Carson, he actually was top five in MVP voting one year. Oh my God, is it Amari Stoudemire? It's not Amari Stoudemire. That is a very good guess. Also drafted out of high school. Yeah, so it's Jermaine O'Neal. It's Jermaine O'Neal. Good pull, dude. I thought that was the toughest one. Wow, that is a great question. I thought Kobe was 18 when he was drafted. He was pushing it, but pretty incredible, man. Okay, 
Logan, I love asking you this sort of question. Nine quarterbacks threw Brandon Marshall a touchdown in his career. Can you name them all? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, so he is in Miami very briefly where uh, he balls out. I believe Chad Pennington was throwing him the rock. Is that right? No, but he does have Miami representation here. So not Pennington. Let's think about who else would have been in Miami at that time. Are we looking at Chad Henney? Chad Henney is here. Okay, so we got Henney. Uh, he's going to go to the Chicago Bears for a little bit. He's going to have Jay Cutler. Yeah. He's going to go to the New York Jets. He's going to have Ryan Fitzpatrick for a little bit. Those are the top two. Cutler threw him 40. Fitzy threw him 17. Uh, he goes to Seattle very briefly. Does Russell Wilson get him any TDs? Threw him one touchdown, the last of his career. Wow. Uh, I'm trying to think. I remember there were rumors that he was going to go to the Giants. I don't know if he ever actually signed with New York. So let's think. He's in the Broncos uh, organization very briefly. Is that... Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton, number three on this list, the room 10. So we have five right now, correct? Remaining, yes. Okay. Let's think about who else we get a little overlap with. Um, Cutler gets There's hurt. A couple franchises you're going to want to dip your toes back into. I was, I was thinking that. To Chicago, do we also get Caleb Haney at all? You don't get Caleb Haney. Do we get... No, Jay was in Chicago for a while. Is David Garrard here with the Dolphins? Not Garrard. Is there another Dolphin here? There's one other Dolphin who is actually number four on this list. Matt Moore. Matt Moore threw him five tutties. <laughs> wow. Okay, so we're going to dip back in. Maybe the Broncos, because I feel like Kyle Orton wasn't there very long. I'm just trying to think about who else would have. Tebow's, it's not Tebow, because he's gone. That's Demarius Thomas's team. The guy in Denver threw Brandon Marshall the first touchdown of his career, and that was the only touchdown he ever threw him. It's funny, the only guys to throw him one touchdown on this list his first career touchdown from this guy, and then his last career touchdown from Russell Wilson. That's pretty cool. What about what about Greasy? It's not him, is it? No, and that's not a very nice way to describe somebody. Sorry, yeah. No, I'm sure he's very clean. I'm sure he's very clean. Who would have been there before Orton? Cause Cutler... I'm working on my 1970s puns. Cutler Orton. Yeah, you got a pretty solid... Uh quarterback for his first career touchdown i don't want to give you too much more than yeah, that no no i don't i don't want too much more than that i will tell you the other two guys you are missing both chicago bears oh that's ugly that's disgusting and that's the worst thing you could have told neither me. of them you would consider a chicago bear so it's not going to be like rex grossman or something like that huh no, it is not Rex Grossman. Did you just get your timer for a late lunch? <laughs> That's my timer for your first question. That's how much you balled out on it. Oh, I said wow. it for five minutes, yeah. Man, I don't think of a Chicago Bears. What year? Can you give me any of that? Yeah, so you've got 2012 and you've got 2013. Mark Sanchez. Mm-mm. 
You've got a real journeyman, and then you've got a former first-round pick who was so briefly in Chicago. Josh Freeman. Not Josh Freeman. Man, very briefly in Chicago. Man, dude, I might have to ask you to give me these guys. I don't know if I'm pulling them. All right, here's what I'll say. One of these guys has a brother, a longtime quarterback oh, as well. Josh McCown. It's always Josh McCown. It's always Josh McCown. Logan apparently looks just like his brother Stop, Luke. stop. Don't push that narrative, please. I don't need that anywhere else. That's what the people are saying, brother. That's I'm what the people the are people. saying. <laughs> and then the other guy, first-round pick in 05. And the oh, last Jason, guy, it's Jason Campbell. Jason Campbell, and the last guy, an Arizona State Sun Devil, Logan, forks up. For the Jets? No, that's for the Broncos, which is pretty obvious. And oh, he it's... now sells psychedelics. He's got a company. <laughs> Shout out Jake Plummer. Jake Plummer. Jake the Snake. And that's the list. That's a good question, Carson. We're going to stick with two more draft trivia questions, Carson. I need you to tell me the only two MVPs that were drafted in the second round. Ooh, that is a great question. Can I get Nikola Jokic, obviously? Yeah, and so Jokic is the only second round pick in the conventional draft format. The only other second round mm -hmm. pick was when we had fewer picks. So this one's a little tricky, but I believe okay. in you. Interesting. I was thinking about Moses because he started in the ABA. I'm not sure exactly when he was picked, but that hint makes me think that it's probably like Bob Cousy. It's not Bob Cousy. It's a little further along than Cousy. Okay. I will give you a, a hint, though. There were only nine first-round picks in this draft. This guy was the 10th overall pick. Okay, so let's think. Big O went number one. Jerry West never won an MVP, but he went one pick after him. Wilt was a territorial pick. Bill Russell went second. But we got to go a little bit further. So is it Willis Reed? Oh my gosh, dude. Yes, it's Willis mm -hmm. Reed. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, you got some great dudes who are second rounders because they were like the first pick of the second round. John Havlicek is another one of those dudes all right logan well i'm sorry to say that i know you were in agony over the last question involving bears quarterbacks but we're leaning into it because i've been really thinking with how bad justin fields has looked i've been reflecting on the history of bears quarterbacks and how truly awful it is so this is a draft question as well can you name me their last five first round picks at quarterback Potentially. It's weird that you do this because literally an hour ago, I was looking at a list of the best Bears quarterbacks uh, in their franchise history because we were talking uh, in the group chat about this. Yeah. I don't know that that'll do you much. Sid Luckman's not here. <sighs> I mean, I was looking at names like Eric Kramer. Uh, we had He's Jim... their single season passing yards leader. That's ridiculous. From 94 to 98. We had uh, Jim Harbaugh on that list. Jim McMahon. I mean, it was a really, really... Really sad list. First round Bears QBs. Well, in 1970, fun fact, they would have had Terry Bradshaw, but they lost a coin toss flip. That's why the Steelers got Terry. It was Craig Krenzel, a number one pick out of Ohio State. Craig Krenzel, Ohio State legend, was not. He was actually taken in the fifth round. Not Hutchinson either, right? 
No. So Fields is going to be here. Fields is, yeah, the most recent, obviously. Uh, was Kyle Orton a number one pick? No. Because I believe Cutler was drafted by the Broncos, yeah? Yeah, Cutler's not here. Orton was a fourth-round pick. Is there one in the 2000s, dude? Oh, no. Um, was Grossman a, a first-round pick? Yeah, he went 22nd. Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon, now with Grossman, is actually the sixth most recent. That's so tough. Was Harbaugh drafted by the Bears? I want to say he's drafted by the Colts, but... No, Harbaugh was drafted by the Bears. Okay, so we got three. Is he and the third? now you've got two pretty easy ones left. Harbaugh's the oldest. Harbaugh's the oldest. What? Can you give me the year? The year? No, I'd rather not. Okay. These two are a lot easier. Uh, Cade McNown. Cade McNown. And now you have the easiest one left outside of Fields. Most recent, too. Mm-hmm. Prominent. You know him well. <laughs> I wish I didn't know him. Mitch uh, Mid-Trubisky. Wow. Yep. Yep. Mid-Trubisky. Man, you forget how bad. You forget that Mitch was a number. Taking over Mahomes and Watson. They're never going to live that down, man. Taking well above them. Okay, we're going to stick with the draft theme here, Carson. Can you name me the last five number one overall picks who won an NCAA title? The last five. That is interesting. I mean, back in the day, obviously, you got the UCLA boys, you got Walton, and you got Kareem. But we're going to have to go a bit more recent for that. Larry Johnson, is he within the last five? He is the second most recent. Oh, my God, he's the second most recent. Yeah. Okay. Brad Doherty and James Worthy. Wow, Doherty and Worthy, I believe, are the first two guys off this. Oh, wait, that's a crazy specific time frame then. Are you sure about that? Because that puts most of this list between Doherty in 86 and Larry Johnson in 91. And actually, I don't believe Doherty was an NCAA champion. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that. I couldn't remember if he was on... Worthy oh, was, on the team. Uh, yeah. Doherty was not a champ. Worthy was, but he's uh, just right out of this list. Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing, the uh, farthest back. Akeem is not. They had some of the best teams to never do it. So then you go, I mean, 87 is Robinson. Oh, Danny Manning. Yeah, I was going to say, you think this guy sucks. Danny Manning is here. Yeah. Oh, a guy with an awesome name. It's not Purvis Ellison or Derek Coleman. Purvis Ellison. Purvis All Ellison right. won a natty. Wow. And Carson, my friend, you're just missing the easiest one remaining. Okay, well, obviously, we just got to go more recent now. Who is the last one? I'm thinking, oh, Anthony Davis. Boom. Well done. Wow. Wow, interesting. Purvis Ellison, a collegiate national champion. I did not realize that. Shout out Louisville, baby. Logan, this is a simple true or false question. Oh. True or false? 
Baker Mayfield has a higher career passer rating than Brett Favre. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, passer rating is heavily weighted on touchdowns and interceptions. That's what makes this hard. Because Tam Brett could turn the ball over. He could throw an interception. This is too weird for it to not be true. Baker's my guy. I'm going to say true. It's true. That's ridiculous. It's a gap of only one point. 87 for Baker. 86 for Brett Favre. Well, you guys heard it here first. Baker Mayfield confirmed better quarterback than Brett Favre. Favre much better at defrauding the people in Mississippi, though. Baker Mayfield much better at winning football games. Uh... All right, Carson, that was a good question. That's kind of unbelievable. This one, I've been waiting to ask you for a very long time. I'm super excited to do it. Can you name every NBA MVP that was a two-seed or lower? Okay. Yes. A two-seed or lower or lower than the two-seed? Excuse me. I don't know why I worded it like that. Lower than a two-seed. Okay. So, yeah, let's just go back in chronological order. Joel Embiid was the three-seed this year correct both Jokic MVPs he was the six seed in 22 and the four seed in 21 yes sir then we go back to the precedent breaker Russell Westbrook in 2017 he was the six seed yes sir that broke a precedent going back all the way to 1988 when Michael Jordan won as the three seed yeah actually you're missing one guy I'm missing someone well that's interesting because I feel like I'm very familiar with this precedent. I will say, this one's interesting, and there's another guy that fits this criteria. Uh, they had the same amount of wins as the number one seed, but due to divisional standings, they were the three seed instead of the two. Is it Carl Malone in 1999? It is Carl Malone, lockout shortened, 37 wins yeah. tied with the Spurs. Uh. You didn't let me flex it, Logan. I know that they were 37 and 13. You gotta you gotta let me throw out the exact numbers, buddy. It's half the fun. And now I'm the guy who says I knew that, but I don't have to go for it. <laughs> Alright. Let's just keep cooking, I guess. Can I get Moses Malone in both 1982 and 1979? You certainly can. Can I get Kareem Abdul Jabbar in 1976? Uh, yes, the playoffs you can. entirely. Bob McAdoo in 75. Boom. Okay. And how many am I missing now? Two. You're missing the farthest back, and you're also... Bob Pettit? Boom. And you're missing one that is similar to Malone in the fact that they were a three seed, but they had uh, over 60 wins, actually. Is it Dr. J? It's Dr. J, man. 62 wins in 1981, and that is everybody. I love MVP questions, man. Very fun. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right. I like this question for you, Logan. Can you name me the five lowest scoring teams to win the Super Bowl since 1980? That is the lowest scoring regular season offenses. And so we're going... I was going to say per game or uh, total. Uh, it's it's per game, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, unless you want to guess Washington in 1982 because they had a nine-game season. Yeah, I'm not really trying to do that. Okay. The first team that comes to my mind is the 2005 Pittsburgh Steelers. Are they here? Pittsburgh, 2005, not here. And we're going for the five lowest, correct? Yeah, but... That's a pretty good guess. 2005 Pittsburgh is number 16, and maybe uh, stick with that line of thinking. Pittsburgh. Which year? Our offense was atrocious in 2008. Are they here? 2008 Pittsburgh Steelers are number four. They averaged 21.7 points per game. Yeah, dude. We won some stinkers of games that year. I believe we had an 11-10 win against uh, the San Diego Chargers. Uh, I think that was the only 11-10 game in NFL history. Yeah. Some scoregami there. Okay, yeah. what about the 2000 Ravens? Yeah, 2000 Ravens. The lowest scoring offense to win the Super Bowl in this period, 20.8 points per game. Shout out Tony uh, Banks. Shout out Trent Dilfer. We're going to stick with that line of thinking. We're going to, I don't know. That team was actually really good. I was going to say the 85 Bears with Walter Payton. I'll throw them out there. I don't think that's right. Not the 85 Bears. Okay. So, do we have any more post-2000? Yes, you do. Okay, let's think on that for a second. The Steelers were the number 20 scoring offense that year, man. Crazy to win a Super Bowl like that. The Bears were actually the number two scoring offense. That was just an mm -hmm. insane team. It was. They were loaded. So we have more post-2000. Uh, what about the Bucks? O2 Buccaneers. You're cooking. They're number three, 21.6 points per game. Do we have any more post-2000? I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. So we got two more to go. I mean, those are really historic outliers because of how dominant their defense was. We're going to have the Patriots a lot. 
<laughs> we're going to have Pittsburgh. We're going to have Indianapolis. We're going to have New Orleans. We're going to have Green Bay. I don't think it's any of those teams. Moving forward into the 2010s. What about the 2015 Denver Broncos? Oh, man, that is the first team off. I'm honestly kind of shocked that they're not here. Well, I think you got to consider offense overall was just better, but 22.2 points per game. They were the number 19 scoring offense that year. So you're telling me to look look a little further back. I'm not telling you anything, buddy. You're doing just fine on your own. 03 Patriots. Yeah, dude. That's exactly the right team. Okay. And Out of one... all the three-peat teams, that's impressive to get it on the nose. Pre-2000. Yes. Let's go... Uh, what about the Jets? No, this is since 1980, I'll remind you. Oh, 1980, my fault, my fault. Let's think. But Burrow was ready for some Joe Namath slander. I was ready for some Joe Namath slander. And I respect it. I was getting ready to cook it up. Since 80, uh... Actually, though, the 68 Jets were hanging 30 a game on them. Damn. My yeah. fault, my fault, Joe. My fault, Joe. Yeah, honestly, I I was gonna guess a Washington team. I don't think I'm going to. We got a lot of Giants years. We got the Cowboys in the '90s. Yeah, this is the toughest one. Doesn't stand out as much, but it was a great, great defense of the era. They were the number one scoring defense this year. Great defense in the '80s. Let's go with. Uh... I want to say one of the Giants teams. I'm not sure what year. Uh, let's go the one with Jeff Hostetler. So that would the be 90s. the 1990 season, and that is correct, Logan. Let's go, dude. Fire well, me up. done. That's a fire question, Carson. Thanks, man. I'm glad you had fun. Okay, well, we're going to stick with scoring champions, Carson. Can you name every scoring champ to win a title in the same season that they donned that crown? Oh, the same season that they donned that crown. Yeah, let's do it. So, if we work our way back through recent years, I think it's been a minute. Of course, Steph had a chance and... 2016 but but he couldn't quite get it done could he what if i told you carson there's only five in nba history and mm -hmm. we are going back to even the 1940s we're going back to the 40s yeah buddy can i get joe folks in like 1949 that is so disgusting it's not 1949 48 I mean, oh 47 there we go dude oh. joe folks in 1947 23.2 points per game. Carson, what did he shoot from the field? I'm going to guess Joe Folks that year shot 30.3%. Oh, 30.2. Oh, my God. That was close. Yeah. Wow. So uh, that is – he is the first guy to do it. You have one yeah. more major throwback, gentlemen. He actually did this twice. Yeah. Well, so first of all, I want to get the one that I know for sure, and that is Kareem in 1971. That is correct. He is the third farthest back. Other major throwback. Can I get Bob Pettit? Not Bob Pettit. Actually, a little oh. before Bob Pettit. And I just realized that you said he did it twice. So, uh, 
Man. Oh, it's George Mikan. Duh. It's George Mikan. And so two Hold on. guys. Let me, just, let me just get the rest because I haven't said Michael Jordan, who was the scoring champion every year that he won the title. Did it six times. You just got one to go, dude. I've just got one to go. And I don't want any hints because I'll be able to just get this straight up. Thinking uh, through the 70s into the 80s. I actually think that this is going to be... Oh, it's Shaq in 2000. Bam! Right on the nose, dude. Yeah. LFG. Great question, Logan. Okay. So we just talked about low-powered Super Bowl offenses. There was perhaps no more low-powered offensive Super Bowl matchup, certainly in this century, than 2000 itself. That Super Bowl featured just 267 combined passing <laughs> yards between the two teams. Can you name me the leading receiver from that game? Oh, you're so you're wrong for this. Uh, let's go, Amani Toomer. It's not Amani Toomer. Actually, why am I guessing? Why am I guessing Kerry Collins? Is it Derek Mason? It's not Derek Mason. What a stinky game. Kerry Collins versus Trent Dilfer, baby. Yeah. Derek Mason was not quite on the Ravens yet. Mm. Amani Toomer got 24 yards in this game. Jeremy Shockey. Oh, I don't know if Shockey was there yet either. Shockey was not there yet. The number is 52 yards. Todd Heap. Not Todd Heap, but that's an interesting thought. Of course, it's defensive tackle Tony Siragusa. Wait. Yeah, man, this is tough, but I do know that you like this guy. Not so much for his time with the Ravens, though. Hmm. Not so much with his time with the Ravens. Was he at the beginning or the tail end of his career? This was very early in his career. It was just his oh, second Oh, actually, year. I think I do know who this is. This is Brandon Stokely. It's Brandon Stokely, Logan. Let's go, dude. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. That's actually ridiculous. Yeah, bro. He was like that. He had 184 yards that season. He had 11 catches in the regular season. And then he had a whopping three for 52 yards and a tutty. And he had a 38-yard catch. Bro had an explosive play in this game. A Super Bowl hero Carson we're gonna stick with the big games here can you tell me the 10 players to average the most points per game in a single NBA finals who never won a championship yeah that's actually pretty interesting because I think it moves AI and 01 to the top of this list what do you have 35.6 AI is actually number two I will give you a hint mm -hmm. uh there's only one throwback gentleman. Everybody else, relatively pretty modern. Okay. What is the number, the threshold to get onto this list? To crack the top 10, you had to average 25.5. Okay. Is Russell Westbrook here? Russell Westbrook is here. He had 27 mm -hmm. in his lone finals appearance. He's number six. Okay. Let's think Devin Booker will be here. Devin Booker is here at number four. Is Jalen Brown here? Wow, that's an interesting guess. Jalen Brown isn't here, but I love is that guess. Is Jason Tatum here? Tatum isn't here either. Okay, because I think Brown outscored Tatum 
in that series. Tatum yeah. had rough finals. Brown was 23 and a half, and I believe mm-hmm. Tatum was sub 20, if I'm not. No, he was 21 and a half, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's keep thinking back through modern history. One off finals appearances. Nobody from the 09 Magic would be there. Shout out to Dwight, though. Uh, You've nobody got, from the Pacers would be there. You've got one more guy. Well, who's... actually, Reggie's not here, right? Reggie is so close to making this list. That is a good guess, dude. Is um, Patrick Ewing here? Patrick Ewing isn't here either. That's another good guess. Let's see. Ewing. Oh, my God. I haven't said Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, number five on this list, my friend. And Carson, you only have one more guy uh, post-2000. Oh, wow. That's interesting that there even is one. Okay, let's think about who that might This be. guy's he's a gamer, man. He likes Xbox. <laughs> he likes Fortnite. Oh, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Buckets, dude. He uh, is here at num- tied for number seven. Mm-hmm. And so... Two guys in the same decade, and one guy who was here three times. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bro, I, I know. I haven't said Elgin Baylor. I know, dude. That was the first guy I expected out of your mouth. So What am I doing? Bro, I had 61 in the finals. Elgin is number one, number three, and tied for seventh. You're just missing number nine and number ten on this list. I hate to participate in Elgin Baylor erasure. I went right to Jerry West and I skipped right over the boy. Okay. And then, uh, and as I mentioned earlier, these two gentlemen did it in the same decade. They did it in the same decade. That's interesting. So I think about the decade of parody, that being the 1970s, but one-offs, well, not necessarily one-offs, but like there were dudes playing with Dr. J in the late 70s who weren't there by the title team but like world be free isn't here is he not world be free that's an interesting guess but is that good thinking is doug collins here i wouldn't it's not the right era oh okay i thought i saw you nodding along pleased oh well i mean who's the other guy who was just knocking people off for pleasure michael jordan is clyde drexler here clydro gets a ring with the rockets oh Duh, what am I talking about? Also, his nickname isn't Clydro, Logan. No, but that'd be so cool if it was, right? Screw Clyde Edwards-Alaire, man. That's Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Okay. Well, I mean, Carl Malone's bum-ass. Yeah, Carl Malone, actually not here. Yeah, he was a big-time playoff faller. They don't want to tell you that. Turn to below league average. Ooh, Lee. Ooh, 19.6 points per game. Uh, in his career in the finals that is with one series with the lakers but not really anything outstanding with the jazz in the finals either these two guys i mean you don't i don't know only went to the finals i believe once both of these guys we don't have gary payton here do we no he also was on the 04 lakers that's a good guess let me confirm i believe both of these guys just one finals appearance yeah and one okay. one of the historical outliers uh, in terms of finals teams. One of the historical outliers in terms of finals teams. So that makes me think 
a really shitty team that went to the finals. One of these guys, both of them four-time All-Stars, one of them three-times All-NBA, one of them one-time All-NBA. Is Latrell Sprewell here? Trell freaking Sprewell, man. Climbs in at the number nine spot. 26 a night. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did not see that one coming. Okay, and you've got one guy who was there very close to when Sprewell went. Okay. So, we already covered the Jazz, though. And mm -hmm. right after them is the Pacers, but Reggie's not here. I mean, it's not Jalen Rose, is it? Not Jalen no, Rose. No, you already said four-time All-Star. I think this is the three-time All-NBA dude because I'm pretty sure Latrell guy. was only one time. So other years around there, Sean Kemp? Not Sean Kemp. Keep going. Keep going. You're very close. Oh, is it Penny? It's Penny, dude. 25 and a half a night. He's in number 10. Dude, Penny was so good. I want to make a video on Penny. That man was unbelievable. He was not only so electric, he was so efficient. I mean, the guy was just a monster when he was healthy. We are back with another week of football in DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code NERDS. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code NERDS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and why in connecticut help is available for problems with gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino and resort licensee partner golden nugget lake charles 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario see sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply we're going to go back to the tried and true format Eight quarterbacks threw Anquan Bolden a touchdown in his career. Can you name them all? Yeah, let's do it, dude. So we've got some time in Arizona. We're going to have Josh McCown. Yeah, seven of them. Are we going to have Matt Leinert? Four of them. Are we going to have Kurt Warner, too? Kurt Warner is number one with 27. Is that all of our Cardinals, or do we have some weirdos here? Well, look. Uh... Let's see. Do you have any more freakazoids? Yeah, you actually do. We'll come back to those guys. We're going to have Joe Flacco. Flacco, yep. Uh, we're going to have Matthew Stafford. Stafford is number four on this list. Threw him eight. It was very briefly in Detroit. Are the last three Cardinals guys? No, you've only got one more Cardinal. Okay. Do we have any new teams? Yes. Oh, the Niners. The Niners is also where Anquan went. Uh, Kaepernick? Kaepernick tied for second with Flacco. Alex Smith? No. Okay, so we're going to have one Cardinal. Ugh. Max Hall? It's not Max Hall. This was at the beginning of Anquan's career. His In... first six touchdowns came from this guy. In the beginning, uh, Sean King. 
not Sean King. Jeff Blake. Jeff Blake, yep. Nice. And now you got one more guy who's really a career backup, although he was once a top 10 pick. What franchise are we looking at with this guy? Or actually, I don't know if I, Ooh, I was sort of trying to give you yeah, the yeah, one yeah. hint, so I wouldn't yeah. give you that one. Former top 10 pick. It's not liner. Let's think. So we got Baltimore. We got Detroit. Flacco was remarkably healthy, so I don't think it's going to be a Raven. The Niners, you've got Cap, you've got Alex Smith. I don't think it's going to be there to them. Stafford was also remarkably healthy. I have a feeling we're going to be looking at another Cardinal. Well, you crossed off every franchise, except I told you that there was one Cardinal left and you already got him. So you've eliminated all the options. (laughs) Ravens, Lions, Niners, former top 10 pick, kind of a journeyman. It's a Niner interesting um man the top 10 picking is is pretty big who is there with alex smith not alex smith why are you thinking about alex smith alex smith never even threw him a touchdown well no i'm saying but there's got to be another quarterback i mean because that's the the logic here is that it goes alex smith it goes colin kaepernick i mean who else is hanging around in I'm just thinking what if you cr- thought about dudes with Colin Kaepernick instead of dudes with Alex Smith? Mm, that's interesting. I'm just thinking about Troy Smith right now. Shout out. Shout out, Ohio State legend. Him and Craig Krenzel are broing down. Broing down, brewing down. Niners, man. Bro, no, go ahead and spit a little. What year was this guy drafted? This guy was drafted in 2011. Mm. And wow. I know that. I did so not I know you know I, that. I did not know that that was overlapped. I know that draft class really well. That's Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert threw him two tutties, and that's the list. <laughs> Man, Anquan and Larry Dude successful every year in spite of their QB. Good question, Carson. We're going to stick with some buckets, but... Not on the good side of history. Carson, can you name every scoring champ that missed the playoffs the same year that they won the scoring title? Yes. Can I get Pete Maravich in 1977? That is correct. Can I get Russell Westbrook in 2015? That is correct. Dantley in English, I think actually probably did make the playoffs their years Gervin like those dudes are all decent candidates but I don't think uh Dantley yeah 1980 mm. okay then uh, further back I don't know maybe Elvin Hayes rookie year I don't really know how good that Rockets team was shout out Elvin Hayes uh you do have oh, I've got one I've got one can I get Tracy McGrady? T-Mac in 2004, that is correct. So you don't have uh, you don't have Elvin Hayes, but you do have a gentleman who did it three times between uh, in the 1950s, and you have a one gentleman in the 1960s. So are you leading me to believe that Neil Johnston is on this list? 1953 to 1955. The only multi-time scoring champ mm. to miss the playoffs every year. What an empty numbers bomb, right? That's the sad truth. Not to mention, he looks 
like a Frankenstein, dude. Go look up Neil Johnston. I, I mean, he's just got a massive head. He's got a forehead to write home about. Yeah, no, really take a look. I mean, not a lot of people look like that dude, guy. Dude, he looks like the guy from the uh, the Munsters, man. I think you... You mean the Monstars? No, you keep the... on saying the Munsters, like the cheese? I'm sorry. I throw out these really obscure old references. No, the Munsters, the uh, TV show from the 1965, like from the I th 1960s. I thought you meant Sean Bradley in the Monsters, because he kind of does look like Sean Bradley's Monstar, Neil Johnston. No, he looks like Frankenstein from the Munster family in the 60s. Okay. So... <laughs> you look so disappointed. <laughs> I just look, man. I'm not really one to talk because I'm out here pulling Neil Johnston takes, but it's just you really grew up on 1960s television. You guys should have seen Logan the first time he saw Mr. Ed, the talking mm. horse, pop up on his TV. Life changing. You, you probably loved watching the Dick's. No, what's his name? Al. Al. I was about to say the Dick Savage show, but that's a tennis player. Who was the late night host back in oh, the like, um, 60s? Dick yeah. something, right? Dicks in your mouth? Oh my god, this guy. <laughs> this guy. I thought you were going to talk about like Johnny Carson or something like that, No, before man. Johnny Carson. Who was the guy? Anyways, that's besides the point. <laughs> I'm trying to get somebody... Is it Dave Bing? Not Dave Bing. Uh, this guy's way better than that historically. You have one more guy in the 60s, one more guy in the 70s. Is it... A... Oh, 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 oh! It's Wilt in, uh, hold on, let me get the exact year. I think it's Wilt in 65, right? That's when they were really bad? Not 65. Damn, what year is it then? 1963, you're very close. Oh. So you've got one more guy in the 70s, one more guy in the 80s, and one very modern guy. Okay. Is it Nate Tiny Archibald? Tiny Archibald is here from 73. So mm -hmm. one 80s guy and one guy very recently. Okay. So another 80s guy. It's not Neek in 86 because that team was actually pretty good. I mean, is it Gervin? It's not Gervin. Is it Alex English? Not Alex English. Oh, it's Bernard King. Those Knicks teams were terrible. It's BK, dude. And so I'm honestly surprised this guy is the last one that you're going to get. Uh, probably. Well, yeah, because here's the thing, Logan. You and your agendas, you want me to say Kobe Bryant. Hmm. But here's the thing. Kobe's scoring titles are 06 and 07. And... They made the playoffs both those two years. Yeah, because Kobe was like that. Oh, I thought that you were actually thinking that it was Kobe. I mean... <laughs> Buddy knows the list. Buddy knows the list. It's not AI. It's not AI. This guy's actually more recent than both of those guys. Bit of a technicality. Uh, I'm not going to divulge into oh, why. Oh, yo, it's Steph, of course. Steph in 2021, they yeah. make the play-in, but they lose, so they technically don't actually make the playoff field. 32 points per game, Steph, bro. What an unbelievable season that was. Okay, good stuff, buddy. All right, I'm only giving you two guesses on this question because there's a limited field of options to begin with. 
which team since 2000 has the best winning percentage that has not been to a Super Bowl in that time? All right. I got two guesses that this have not been to a Super Bowl, so that eliminates the entirety of the AFC North. We're going to think about the AFC East. The Bills are an interesting candidate, as are the Miami Dolphins. Unfortunately, the Jets have sucked. So right now, Buffalo and Miami are on my radar. West, Denver's been to one. Honestly, you know what? I'm not going to go through the entirety of the NFL. I think my first guess is going to be the Chargers. Man, the Chargers are third. They are one of just three teams to win over 50% of their games without making a Super Bowl in that time. Dick Cavett. That's what I was thinking of. That's why I said Dick Savitt. I was just a couple letters off. The Dick Cavett Show, Logan. Did you grow oh. up watching that? Yeah, dude. Late night with with my pops, we were drinking uh, you know, we were drinking a little soda pop, hanging out. Yeah. I've That's never awesome. heard of that man in my life. Unfortunately, now I've painted myself into a corner. Yeah, do or die spot. Uh, Raiders went to a Super Bowl. Chiefs, obviously. What's the other team in that division? Broncos, Raiders, Chargers. Okay, so Colts have been to one. Texans have – Houston's an interesting guess. I don't know if I'm going to lock in Houston yet because they were pretty abysmal at the start of the decade, but they've had relative success, but they've also sucked the past few seasons. Tennessee's been to a Super Bowl. Jacksonville has had its ups and downs. They were pretty bad in the early 2010s. i got a feeling it's not going to be in the AFC. I think we're going to have to go with an NFC team here. You know what? I think I'm pretty confident with this one, Carson. I think I'm going to go... Oh, do I yes. want to do this? Do I want to do this? Do I want to go through the rest of the teams first? He's letting it rip. We're going to let it rip. I'm going to say the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, number two on the list. And what's brutal is I thought about making it name the top three, but then I thought there's only so many teams that haven't been to a Super Bowl at all. Do you want to take one last stab at number one? I think you can get it. I will. I, I don't want credit for this because you limited me to two guesses. I'll, I'll, I'll scroll through the teams real quick. Uh, Giants, Washington, New York, Philly. I don't think it's any of them. Uh, I don't think it's Washington. In the West, Niners, All right, Seahawks. I'm cutting you off right Who there. How did you just do the full NFC East without mentioning the Dallas Cowboys? Oh, my God. That's so obvious. That's so yeah. obvious, dude. It's the Cowboys, man. They've won 53.8% of their games, but they have not been to a Super Bowl. That's so tough. Good question, though, Carson. Thanks, man. All right. So, guys that never actually got the job done, we're going to stick with that, Carson. I need you to tell me. The 10 players with the most career rebounds who never won a rebounding championship. So this is most career rebounds without ever winning the title on a per game stat. Okay, can I start off with Tim Duncan? So Tim Duncan, I'll let you make the distinction. There's a guy who led in the ABA. Should he be number one or should we boot him since he led in the ABA? Are you talking about Dan Issel? I'm not talking about Dan Issel, actually. Artist Gilmore. I'm talking about artists. Should we put artists on this list or should we boot him? I can't make that decision for you. A list is either ABA and NBA or it's just NBA. But if he led in the ABA and you're counting his ABA rebounds, then no, he shouldn't count. So we give artists the boot. Tim Duncan is now officially number one. 
Okay, can I get Carl Malone? Number Ugh. two. Can I get Robert Parrish? Number three. So I'm starting off with longevity, but the other thing we have to think about here is when rebounds were at their highest mm-hmm. and when there were two particular fellas who won every single rebounding title. So can I get Jerry Lucas and can I get Bob Pettit? I will tell you, my friend, both of those guys are here at seven and eight, and there are two more gentlemen that fit that criteria. Yeah. Can I get Nate Thurmond? You're on right on the nose. And one more guy. Can I get Walt Bellamy? You, yes. Wow. Money. All right. Three We're guys cooking. to go. Uh, okay. Probably the toughest on this list. You have a longevity guy. Oh, wait. Hold on. Uh, don't even give me hints. Don't even give me hints. Don't even give me hints. I don't want him. I think I can just cook this. Can I get Kevin Willis? Oh, unfortunately Damn. not. Sorry for freaking out about you trying to help me there. I just... I wanted to. Oh no! I understand. Clean I understand, my friend. The old-fashioned way is Bob McAdoo here? Not Bob McAdoo. I like that guess. You don't get like Dirk on this list, do you? He didn't quite pl- rebound enough per game. You don't get Dirk. I will say Kevin Willis, Dirk, both one of you know two of the first guys off this list. Yeah, I felt pretty good about those. Was Dikembe ever a rebound? Oh my champ? gosh, dude! Dikembe is. Uh, Dikembe was a rebounding champ. He would oh. be on this list. Oh, 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 it's magic. You know. And actually, dude, I think Willis and Nowitzki are the first two guys off this list. Wow. Okay. So let me think. Longevity, very good rebounding. If Kevin Willis isn't here, then Free Rollins can't be here. But shout out to the GOAT. There's a guy you like a lot. Uh, Average 12 Mm. boards a night for about seven seasons. Oh, just, uh, a, just a hell of a rebounder. Was well, a three-time All-Star in that time span, too. Averaged about 17 points a game. Oh, I mean, this guy was good. This guy was good. Uh, we don't have Mo Lucas here, do we? Not Mo Lucas. I like that guess, too. Uh, so you've got, yeah, one longevity guy. One guy who would go on to be an NBA head coach. Oh, can I get Paul Silas? Paul Silas is here. So, longevity guy, one of the guys with the coolest names in basketball. That's the three-time All-Star who also averaged 17 and 12 at his peak. Just an absolutely sick name. Actually, not his real name, but definitely what he goes by. His real name's Charles. An absolutely electric name that he goes by. Truck Robinson. (laughs) Oh, it's not Truck Robinson? It's not Truck Robinson. Oh my gosh, that's actually... Pretty close to this guy's name. Chuck? Oh. Let's do it. Like, like we're in kindergarten. Just start rhyming. Chuck. Buck. Suck. Cuck. <laughs> you already said it. You already Luck. said it. You already oh, said it. Oh, yeah. It's Buck Williams. Buck Williams. All right. Last guy. Scary. I would not want to see this guy uh, if he was angry Oak. at me. Oak. Oak. Big Oak, Charles Oakley, and that is the entirety of the list. Good man, Buck Williams. Well, I don't know him personally. Good basketball player. (laughs) Okay, Logan. I'm going to ask you another question about the big game. Since 2000, seven quarterbacks have thrown for 300 or more yards in a Super Bowl loss. Can you name them? Let's give it a shot. Uh, I don't think it's going to be Rich Gannon. I don't think he balls out. What about uh, Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning, correct. Okay, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, correct. Okay, uh, Jalen Hurts. 
Jalen Hurts. <clears throat> Four gentlemen to go. Uh, I don't think Goff does it in that stinker of a game. Um, Matt Ryan. That's a good thought. Ryan threw 284. He is the closest to doing it. That's a weird guess. Did Jimmy Garoppolo do it? Uh, Jimmy G's bum ass actually just threw for 219. Mm, that's not surprising. Super Bowl loss. I don't think Hasselbeck does it. What about Kurt Warner? He balled out that game. Kurt Warner, Logan, twice threw for 377 in 08 and threw for 365 in 02. So he's got, or the 01 season, I should say. So he's got two of the top three spots. So you got two gentlemen to go, correct? You got three to go. Three. What about Donovan McNabb? Oh my God, you cooked. He threw 357. You know what? I'll guess him. I don't think this is right. Ben in 2010. Ben in 2010 threw for 263. Oh, I feel like I knew that. Yeah, Ben never never had like a really outstanding game on the on the biggest stage. Although it was weird. I saw a podcast clip the other day. Bruce Arian said he'd take Ben over, I think, any other QB in the clutch. Um, Bro is kind of biased, though took him over Andrew Luck, and he said he'd also take him over Tom Brady, which I think is a little bit ridiculous. that is a little bit ridiculous. Two gentlemen to go. What about Russell Wilson? Russ threw for 247. I don't want to guess Gannon, but, I mean, Gannon had such a bad game on the biggest – I think he threw five picks. It's just – there's just, like, no way. Are you guessing him? No, I'm not. He threw five picks. I mean, there's just – there's no way. He's got good wide receiving talent. I just, <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to talk myself talk into yourself this, into it. Like. Talk yourself into it. I'm Rich not Gannon. going to. I'm not going to. He threw five interceptions. Okay. What other games we've not thought about? Rex Grossman's not going to do it. Uh, it's got to be in the 2010s. What about? Does Cap do it? Does Cap have a good game? That's a great poll, man. Cap threw for 302. That's arguably the toughest one. This one though is the same tier although there's one very memorable play from this game that helped boost this total i was gonna say joe Brr. i guess it's not joe Brr. it's not joe Brr. he threw for 263 the exact same as big ben this guy had one memorable play in the big game it wasn't so much him but he was involved in it a long touchdown perhaps the longest in the super bowl from uh, a passing play i think Wow, Jake DeLome. Jake DeLome, he only completed 16 passes, but threw for 323 yards and three tutties with no picks. It was that Musin Muhammad deep ball, right? That's exactly right. I need you to tell me the 10 players with the most career assists who were never an assist champ. Let's get started with Mo Cheeks. Number two. Gary Payton will be number one, I would think. You're exactly right. Okay, can I get Terry Porter? That's disgusting. He's number three. Can I get Tony Parker? Tony Parker, number five. Okay. Really good long-time passers. Can I get Reggie Theus? Reggie Theus is a good guess. Theus, 31st all-time. He would be four spots off this list. Okay. 
John Havlicek would be a decent option, but I feel like there's going to be people slightly better, especially because I think that Pippen has more assists than him. Okay. Let's think really good point guards. I mean, Mark Jackson's an assist champ. Rod Strickland's an assist champ. Norm Nixon, Kevin Porter, Andre Miller, all of these pass first dudes. Rondo, obviously. Multiple a lot time of assist chance. Is Darren Williams here? Darren Williams is number six. That's an absurd poll. Let's go. Dude, you honestly, all these guys, except for one, you have one modern point guard. All the rest of them are from the same era. All the rest of them are from the same era. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, I mean, some of these guys, too, I mean, in, you know, 10 assists per game territory plus. Yeah. So that makes me think it's got to be 80s and 90s because Stockton and Magic are winning the assist title every single year. So who are the best candidates considering that? Can I get Ricky Green? I like that guess. Let's see where Ricky's at. Ricky, maybe a guy that played on the same team as Ricky Green. Well, I think of Ricky Green with the Jazz. So actually, no, I lied. Not the same team as Ricky Green. Okay. Interesting. Well, now I'm thinking about dudes like Sherman Douglas and Pooh Richardson, just like pretty good passers. Oh, you made that face, and I thought, well, I wasn't saying them as actual guesses. I'm just thinking out loud, buddy. I'm just filling airtime here. Uh, these guys are these guys are definitely better than that. Yeah, I would hope so. Can I get Dennis Johnson by any chance? DJ, I like that guess. Can uh, I get Larry Bird by any chance? No, Johnson is in the fifties all time. Let's see, man. Where's Larry at? Larry, number 48 all time. Doc Rivers? Doc Rivers, not a bad guess. Let's see. Where's Doc? Doc 76 all time. Per game is like 5.7 or something. He just had one year where it was really high. Yes, I mean, all these guys, same era, oh. really great. You're not in the right one yet. I haven't guessed Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway, number four. Okay. All is right, John got, Lucas here? Got seven through 10 to go, not John Lucas. All right, so I'm going to take it that these are, like, mostly 90s guys. Mm-hmm. And, like, Clyde isn't here, right? Not Clyde. You remember that movie we were talking about earlier, though? No. Wait, this is unrelated. Is Kevin Johnson here? Kevin Johnson, number nine. Let's go. Yeah, he had that one year where he averaged 12 assists per game, and dude still wasn't an assist champ. That's what the 90s would do to you. Seven, eight, and ten to go. Oh, Mark Price. Mark Price, actually not here. Damn. Love that, though. You like this guy a lot. He was a two-time all-defense selection. Uh, played from 83 to 99. Consistently around, around four to eight assists a night. That's a wide range. That's a really long career. When I hear starting in 83, I think of the boy Dale Ellis, but... He was not diamond like that, and two-time all-defense, so. You got a guy who got his basketball power stolen from him. Okay, who am I missing from Space Jam? I haven't seen that movie in quite some time. Oh, come on, man. You got to get this one. I'm just then you've drawing got blanks. an NBA champion on a title team in the last five seasons. 
starting point guard. Is Derek Harper here by any chance? Derek Harper's number 10, dude. Let's go. Let's go. So you just have seven and eight. Uh, both of these guys have physical attributes that make them really stand out for one reason or the other. Can I get Sam Cassell incredibly beat? Not exactly what I was going for, but oh. keep going. Okay. Uh, let's think about a recent champion. I mean, that's a pretty massive hint. Kyle Lowry? Kyle Lowry, obviously his physical attribute that oh uh, his big his, old wagon yeah his posterior yeah and the number eight uh again sticks out for a certain reason was in space jam i don't know i thought that would lead you right to it it should dude but i haven't seen that movie probably since i was at cal basketball camp right around 2012 so i really i mean ewing's in that right ewing is in that yeah sean bradley ewing i think chuck's in the movie chuck is in it larry's in it i know that they play golf at some point with bill murray what an interesting film again really sticks out in nba history for uh for for one reason i mean really sticks out physically oh my god mugsy mugsy bogues is number eight dude can you believe that i can now that you've told me damn i should have thought of him i was thinking way too much of like star level point guards and not just straight up good passers mugsy put up really good assist numbers so that's a good one all right logan your penultimate question is about the jersey that you wear on your chest right there since 1970 there have been two steelers quarterbacks to start more than 10 games for the franchise and have a losing record who are they? And I want you to try to get these perfectly because obviously I know that there's only whatever, 10 options and you can name them all off. I want you to try to get the right two for me. It's 10 games in a single season, you said, correct? No, just 10 games for the Steelers at least with a losing record. I would guess some bums like Mason Rudolph and Landry Jones, but I got a feeling that neither of those guys started 10 games. Charlie Batch is interesting, but Charlie, I feel like, was legitimately good. My first guess is going to be... My first guess is going to be Cliff Stout. Cliff Stout is not correct. He was actually over 500. My next guess is going to be Mark Malone. Mark Malone should be correct. I missed one. So I guess there's three. Mark Malone was 21 and 24, so because I had the question wrong, you get some redemption. Cliff Stout was 9 and 7, though, for the Steelers. We got touchdown Tommy. Touchdown Tommy takes us into the playoffs one year. You know what? Is it Tommy Maddox? I don't think Neil O'Donnell. I don't think it's Neil O'Donnell. I'm going to say Tommy. Tommy Maddox, 15, 16, and 1. One game under 500. Can you get the last one? Uh, was it a Big Ben backup? No. Okay. For what it's worth on those guys, Rudolph was 5-4-1. Charlie Batch didn't quite start 10 games, but he was 6-3. and three. So, solid it's winning percentages. Such a testament to Bill Cowher and Mike Tomlin and how they were able to just thrust guys into winning positions. Yeah. You thrust guys into winning positions. <laughs> God, dude, we're going to have to make a, a whole just cut up from this episode, bruh. 
of just that just, I don't know. of sus moments compilation yeah bro last guy all right i'm locking it in bubby brister let's go bubby let's brister go, dude 28 29 and one well done logan lfg man all right carson from guys that stunk when they played to guys that were great immediately out of the gate I need you to tell me the 10 players with the most points in their first five seasons since 2000. And actually, I don't like that. We're going to say the top five players with the most points in their first five seasons since 2000. Why did you start with guys that stunk right out the gate? How could they possibly be here? Oh, I'm saying that those Steelers QBs stunk because they had oh, losing records. It was a segue. And by the way, I added a tie to Bubby Brister's record. He was just 28 and 29. Okay. Dudes who came out getting bucket buckets. I want to try to be perfect here. And this is since 2000, so the great Allen Iverson won't qualify. Unfortunately, he does not. Yeah, well, because he was drafted in 1996, Logan. I'm just thinking out loud here, pal. Can I get LeBron James? LeBron James. Number one. Can I get Dwayne Wade? because of injuries probably exactly i, I actually nutty off the jump i actually don't know where wade is on this list he's not in like the top 50 lebron is number one though not in the top 50 lebron the only guy since 2000 to have over 10k points in his first five seasons i know the d wade missed a lot of games in the oh seven oh no i'm seasons. i'm sorry i just can't read Dwayne wade's 15 okay but he missed, like, I think 30 games both of those years or something. So it does make sense. Is Mello here, though? Mello, number three. Yeah. Well, Luka Doncic and Trey Young. Four and five. Wow, man. Number two just to go. And I, I think it's probably the easiest guy on this list. That's what you think, pal. Kevin Durant. Bam. I'll run down the other guys. Uh, Damian Lillard, number six. Donovan mm -hmm. Mitchell, number seven. Cat, number eight. Blake Griffin, number nine. And Russell Westbrook, number 10. You cooked that, Carson. Blake, man, what a monster. One of the dudes I would have been most confident in guessing for the top 10. All right, Logan. We have arrived at the question that we must always end on, or some version of this question, <laughs> I should say. The 2000 Cleveland Browns had the single worst scoring offense of this century. They averaged 10.1 points per game. Can you name every quarterback to start a game for them? And this is pushing it a little bit, 2000. It's a little further in your range, but I want to see if you can do it. Definitely. They said on the broadcast last night that Kosar was let go, so Kosar is not going to be sticking around here. Yikes. Uh Uh, what's that guy's name? Holcomb. Is he here? Kelly Holcomb. No, Kelly Holcomb is not here. And the 2000 Browns may not have been a good team led out by Chris Palmer, but they sure were a proud one and they gave it their best. They certainly tried. Dude, a, a point differential per game of negative 16.1. I have no idea how this team won three games. I mean, I, I, to, to put up 10 points per game is Bro, absolutely disgusting. They beat the Steelers. Don't. They actually started 2-1, Logan, and then would proceed to score zero points four times. <laughs> Consecutively? No, but just over the rest of the year. Wow. 
and they scored just a field goal twice and just a touchdown twice. Man, is uh, I'm not sure where he was in this era. I will guess him. Vinny Testaverde. Vinny is not here. Yeah, I don't like. I don't even think Vinny could engineer an offense that bad. I think he would at least get them a few more tutties. You get a little boom, you get a little bust with Vinny. Not Kelly Holcomb, man. This might be the toughest one you've asked me, Carson. Do you recognize any of these guys? All three of them. That's why I asked it. Well, you're missing an obvious one. You're missing the starter of this entire era. Oh, yes. Tim Couch. There you go. From here, you got a guy who was a Favre backup for a long time. That's interesting. That's a good hint. Both before and after this. God. And you've got a guy who sometimes you name, I don't even really know why, also played for the Vikings for two games he started. Is that the only other spot he played? Only other spot he actually ever actually got into the game, yeah. And I'd just be name dropping him for some reason. I feel like you do, yeah. Very weird first name. It's not Sage, is it? Rosenfels? No, it's yeah. not. I think he's got a weird first name. What was your hint on the second guy? He was a longtime up and later an NFL head coach. And a pretty good one. No way. Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, man, started eight games this year. Went one and seven with two touchdowns to eight picks. Better coach than a quarterback. Last guy, I don't know, man. Craig Knoll. No, it's not Craig Knoll. Brock Berlin. No, this guy, out of Minnesota and Texas State, sixth round pick to the Browns in 2000, shares his last name with a Las Vegas uh, hotel casino. No way. I know exactly who this is. It's Spurgeon Wynn. It's Spurgeon Win, buddy. He started one game. <laughs> Why are you familiar with Spurgeon Win to begin with? Uh, I have a football card of his from the year 2000, his rookie card, I believe. Yeah, dude, that's this year, buddy. He was 22. He was bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. He went out there, and he completed under 41% of his passes. Dude, just give him time. I'm sure he's going to be like a franchise QB. Just just give him a minute, man. Well, they get a, they got to get a better coach in there than that lousy Chris Palmer. All right, that's my take on it all. I just wish they'd never erased the original Browns franchise. Did you guys know that? That they moved them? It's messed up, man. Pain. I don't think Carson did know that. Dude, they deserve like, yeah, a little I bit of credit. Yeah, I did know that. Yes, I know that, Logan. <laughs> yeah, because I bring it up all the time. They deserve like a little bit of credit for that 2000 no. Super Bowl, right? I know it's separate of that. It's a seminal moment in NFL history. But you know what I recently learned, Logan? That the Canadian Football League in the 1990s expanded to the United States. And one of their teams was in Baltimore. And the Ravens then said, F you, we're making Baltimore an American football city. <laughs> there was also a team in Sacramento. I think they were called the Gold Miners. How about that? What a dumb idea to expand the Canadian Football League to the U.S. That being said, we expand the American football uh, with the american sports leagues overall to canada so yeah there you go and we're eventually going to expand over to london too where the jaguars are going to play a little bit of footy 
I'm going to keep it a stack, bro. I don't have any more questions for you, Carson. Great. Perfect. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. A little bit of trivia. We'll be back with some football content, previewing the slate of games, talking about Thursday night football this week. And then, of course, we'll be back Sunday night after the games. If you want our recap of this past week's games, you can find that on the Volume YouTube page, where you should subscribe if you want all of our content with video. And you can listen to the podcast across audio platforms. You can also follow us across social, TikTok and Instagram at NerdSesh, Twitter at Nerd underscore Sesh. You can also check out our Discord. You can join that through the link tree that is across our social media bios just to hop in, join our community, talk football, basketball, whatever you're inclined to there. You can also check us out on Cameo through the link tree if you want any custom messages from the nerds. And you can check out some Nerd Sesh merch there. Logan's wearing the hat. We've got shirts, we've got hoodies, we've got the flags behind us, so you can check all that out at thevolume.com. And with that, as always, appreciate you guys. I have been Carson Brabber. I have been Logan Camden. And this was Nerd Sesh. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.